And good evening, you fantastic and glorious degenerates of this floating rock that we call Earth. Welcome back, or welcome for the first time, which we have many new listeners, damn near every episode, to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noelle Olin, uh, a.k.a. the Cajun Libertarian, and tonight we have a very uh, special broadcast um, might want to get your tinfoil hats on, your popcorn, and let's have some fun and engage in the comment section because I'm not sure what to make of several of these stories, but we're going to talk about them and we're going to have some fun talking about them, interacting. Here's a couple of the headlines really quick. Should felons and cannabis users be able to have firearms? Politician murdered in cold blood. Uh, are we inching closer to civil war? Uh, third biggest U.S. egg farm burns down and Last but not least, is the U.S. government surveilling the unvaccinated? So it will be a very fun night. Please tune in. Please comment and let me know what you think. Please like, share, and subscribe. All of the things that you know will help us get the movement out. And we're going to have a whole lot of fun tonight on Off the Wire. Coming up next. Yes, yes, yes. Welcome back to Off the Wire. I am your host, Noel Olin. Real quick, let's get into our sponsors. Up first, we have DSYDO.com. DSYDO, or like I like to call it, Disto, is a libertarian t-shirt owned company uh, with designs intended to start a conversation. Use code CAJUN15, that's C-A-J-U-N-1-5, that's C-A-J-U-N-1-5, for 15% off your order at Disto.com. That's D-S-Y-D-O.com. D-S-Y-D-O.com. Much like the one I'm wearing now that says print guns and not money. The one I have up there that's even spicier that says, um, it was, or paraphrasing, it was once safe and effective. Now it's uh, sudden and unexpected. And so get all your spicy content at D-S-Y-D-O.com. Now let's hear from our man of the hour, the latest sponsor of the show, Mr. Spike Cohen. The game plan of You Are the Power is pretty simple. We find people who are being harmed or abused or neglected or mistreated by their local governments. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Uh, we want to help people. This is something that has already began to affect real change. This isn't some distant futuristic utopic or utopian <laughs> dream it's already happening it's making yeah. its courts it's making waves right now as we speak if you want to learn how to become an effective activist and then to do actual activism and actually help people now not wait for like you said some distant utopian future where libertarians take over the world and leave everyone alone if you want to do that now that's what we're doing. This next year is going to be the year that people see what liberty actually looks like. Not what it sounds like, not what our philosophy is, but what it act, the actual results and ideas, the solutions behind what we do. 
So that's what I'm doing with You Are The Power. I would love for you to be a part of it. Youarethepower.net. We'd love for you to uh, become a member. And uh, yeah, this is my life's work. Absolutely amazing. Uh, I encourage each and every one of you to please go visit youarethepower.net. It is free. You can be updated and you can be educated or, you know, if that's a condescending word for you, I, I didn't mean it to be, uh, just more informed about how you can help in certain local communities with what Spike Cohen is doing on youarethepower.net. You can subscribe today for free. Please go do that and uh, do it soon because that is also me in that video with one of my more recent interviews with Spike. And it is not utopic. It is very much happening right now. Real change at the local level, which is if you really want to make an impact, right, regardless of whatever kind of infighting you're seeing on Twitter or on Facebook or whatever, man, this is the way to do it. All right. Enough of the fussing done with that was never into it in the first place. Just go go and figure out a way that you can support how to spread the movement that we're engaged in. And most of you can do it for free. A lot of the times it just means up sharing this channel or sharing Spike's channel or sharing, you know, some other activist that you believe their voice is very important and has a lot of merit to it and has a lot of volume and attractivity, right? Or attractiveness. Um, there's a lot of ways to do it. A lot of ways to do it. You are the power.net. Go check it out. Sign up for free and see how you can help. Thank you, Spike, and you are the power.net. And thank you, dsydo.com, for sponsoring the show. All right, let's get on to our first story. Look, here's what we're going to do to start out. Real quick, let me uh, let me get to the comment section. Oh, I got to show this one. Centrist Azzy. Spike so based, right? For sure. Logic Rex waving. What's up? Glad to see you here. I knew you would be here. And shout out to Logic Rex. She's in there in the comment section right now. You can follow them online. They're the inspiration for our first two stories, which I must add to this are positive stories. These are very good stories. And I hope they follow through. I hope it gets worked out through the judicial system the way it's exactly is expected to work out or supposed to work out. Let me say that. All right. Um, and Thomas Daniel Quitter says, quack. <laughs> What's up, Thomas? I ain't seen you in a while. Love you, man. All right. Federal judge rules gun ban for felons is unconstitutional. What? And this is from Fox News. Okay. I'll read that headline again because that is awesome. Federal rules gun ban for felons is unconstitutional. Texas man was under a state uh, burglar, burglary indictment when he tried to buy a handgun, then challenged the charge. Now, let me say this real quick. There, the two, in my opinion, the two most important people that you can be barking up their tree and voting on and advocating on behalf for and this is really real. This isn't some distant future. We're not talking about some 1984 Orwellian distant future. We're talking about this right now. Your two last line of the, they are the two last line of defenses. Your sheriff is your last line. Second to last is your state attorney general. These are two offices that you have power over in your local area. 
and you can dictate what happens in your local area. Okay? Bark up that tree. State Attorney General and your local sheriff. Call them. Put pressure on them. Encourage all your friends to do the same. We're there, y'all. We're there. We're at the last line of defense. All right, so let's talk about it. U.S. Judge Rules, U.S. District Judge David Counts, whom the President Donald Trump appointed to the federal bench. Of course, you know, Fox is going to throw that in there. Um, <clears throat> to the federal bench. Dismissed a federal indictment against Jose Gomez that had charged him under the federal ban. I'll pause right there because I'm not going to try to pronounce that last name. All right. Um, according to counsel ruling, Quiroz was under a state burglary indictment when he tried to buy a 22 caliber semi-automatic handgun and challenge the ensuing federal charge. Quote, although not exhaustive, the court's historical survey finds little evidence that uh, and here we go, parenthetical, the federal ban is what they're referring to. Little evidence that the, the federal ban, which prohibits those under felony indictment from obtaining a firearm. This aligns with the nation's historical tradition, end quote. Hence, he ruled the ban unconstitutional as the, quote, Second Amendment is not a second class right, end quote. As noted in a 2008 Supreme Court ruling, quote, no longer can courts balance away a constitutional right, counts wrote, end quote. <clears throat> after the New York case, <clears throat> uh, I want you to remember this, after the New York case, okay, after, after the New York case, quote, the government must prove that laws regulating conduct covered by the Second Amendment's plain text align with the national, with this national or nation's historical tradition, sorry. The government does not meet that burden, all right? So that's one exceptionally great positive um, thing that's that's happening right now. So, and, and let me clarify, on our position, on my position, if you've served your time in prison, then why shouldn't, if, that, if, if prison is the justice system, in regards to your penalty being served, then when you get out of prison, why are you still withheld rights? Explain that to me. Because then it makes no sense to put people in prison whatsoever. These two things are mutually exclusive. They're sold to us as if they're not mutually exclusive. They're sold to us in a bargain package, but that's not the case. If a person serves their time, which that's the literal term that we're told when they're doing their time in a prison system, but yet their time doesn't end when they leave, and so they still give up their God-given rights, endowed by our Creator rights. Now, you can make the case for the fact that Maybe these people shouldn't be having firearms because they might be dangerous. And if that's the case, then why are they out of prison? Are we the thought police? Because I'm not really concerned of what could or couldn't be. I'm not really concerned with your phrase of might be. I'm concerned with your desire to uphold the individual rights of said individual. 
because that's a slow roll down a bad path. Down a bad path. All right, next story. Ban on marijuana users owning guns is unconstitutional. I got this one from Reuters. All right, again, these things fall under your local jurisdiction. You really need to put pressure on your state attorney general and your sheriff because those are the people that will be enforcing the rule. Politicians are nothing but pseudo-intellectual gas packs that have absolutely no power if there's nobody to be the arm of their power. If there is no arm of enforcement willing to enforce what the politicians pass, then that means nothing. It means nothing. So these are the people, and we are out. Make no mistake. We're at the last line of defense here. All right? Your state attorney general, your sheriff. All right? This is important. All right. Ban on marijuana users owning guns is unconstitutional. February 4th from Reuters. Reuters. So this is like yesterday. (sighs) A federal law prohibiting marijuana users from possessing firearms is unconstitutional. A federal judge in Oklahoma has concluded, citing last year's U.S. Supreme Court ruling that significantly expanded gun rights. U.S. District Judge uh, Patrick Wirick, an appointee of, uh, here we go again, uh, former President Trump, I'm not concerned who appoints the judge. This is not information. All right. That, 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 that means nothing. I care about the judge's ruling. It's just politics, man. It's just all theater. Just give me the information. All right. <clears throat> After former President Donald Trump in that band saying it infringed his right to bear arms under the United States Constitution's Second Amendment, which is also funny to reference Donald Trump, considering the fact that he literally said, take the guns first, due process second, <clears throat> and also, you know, try to ban bump stocks, what led, that led to a disaster situation and overruled. Anyway, just, I'll get off that rant. It bothers me. It's ridiculous. All right. He said using marijuana was, quote, not in and of itself a violent, forceful or threatening act, end quote, and noted that Oklahoma is one of the number one state uh, is I'm sorry, uh, that Oklahoma is one of a number of states where the drug is still illegal under federal law, but can be legally bought for medical for medical uh, issues, quote. The mere use of marijuana carries none of the characteristics that the nation's history and tradition of firearms regulation supports, the judge wrote. And and these are wins. These are wins. These are absolute wins because we're having, uh, you know, the basically the third branch of government, the judiciary branch, actually rule in favor of individual rights. Take the small wins. We have to be content with the small wins while also maintaining an absolute savagery of ambition to achieve more wins. Okay? Let me make that clear. Laura Deskin, a public defender representing Harrison, said the ruling was a, quote, step in the right direction for a large number of Americans who deserve the right to bear arms and protect their homes just like any other American, end quote. She called marijuana the most commonly used drug illegal at the federal level. Um, and here's where you're going to get pushback. And, you know, 
pressure these people. The U.S. Department of Justice has not, so the DOJ has has not responded and did not respond to the request for comment, but it is likely to repeal. So all of you Democrats that are talking about drug reform are going to be mad about this just because guns are involved. Have some principles, maybe. Have some principles, maybe. You know, you want reform in every other area except for the one that you think is important or the one that you hate because MSNBC told you to hate. And I can go off on Fox News, too, with the Republicans. So, look, this is a win. At the end of the day, this is a win. Wake up your neighbors. Have these simple conversations. These are wins. We're talking about the judiciary system ruling in the favor of individual rights, not only when it comes to protecting the Second Amendment, Second Amendment, but also in drug reform. So, man, let's let's pay attention to these stories and hope that they come through. Logic Rex says, "I cannot believe we won that cannabis verdict, but it's definitely the right decision. I'll for sure take that win." Exactly. Thank you. Incremental steps will get there one bit at a time. Uh, Infinite Zeal Syndicate says, bringing that heat, triple fire. Thank you, brother. Um, uh, Hopefully keep it going. Hopefully keep it going. So, all right, moving on to our next story. And this one is where it starts to get a little bit. We're starting to go downhill here. We, We opened up with two very, very positive stories. Hopefully those things turn out to be in our favor. But um, let's let's take a path down the the warning uh, trail. New Jersey councilwoman shot and killed in possible targeted attack outside her home. This is from ABC News. A New Jersey councilman, the woman, or I'm sorry, the mother of a young daughter and leader of her church, was shot and killed in a possible attack outside her home. An incident officials are calling, quote unquote, shocking and quote unquote senseless. So, this is from ABC. And remember this, right? Because there's a very specific point I want to make while also highlighting some of the the things that are going on here. A New Jersey councilwoman from ABC News did did not mention she was a Republican and a black Republican, a black woman Republican, right? Obviously, I'm not a Republican. I just want the truth. And I just want to dig at the things that are cancering or are cancerous to our society. One of those things is, Media and propaganda. This is clear propaganda from ABC News. Why didn't they mention that a republic, a black female Republican politician gets shot to death in cold blood? Also, no, um, spoiler alert, they don't say. So let, let's read the, the rest of what I picked out of the article here from ABC News. Middlesex County Prosecutor Yolanda Cohn told ABC News the councilwoman's political position does not yet appear to have played any role in the homicide. Excuse me. <laughs> really? Because I'm pretty sure we just ran a national story about Paul Pelosi getting hit in the head with a hammer by a left-wing uh, drunk or, or drug addict. And within 15 seconds, they made it a political. It was, it was the MAGA. It was the MAGA. And that turned out to not be true. A lot of people never heard that it turned out to not be true because they ran the headline within the first 30 seconds of it happening or being released. Unbelievable. Or how about the gay nightclub shooting in, I think it was Oklahoma. 
within the first five minutes, it was it's MAGA and the drag show story. When and that turned out to not be true. But when it comes to their political rivals, all of a sudden it can't be tied to any political affiliation. Weird. No political. No political role in it whatsoever. She was inside her white SUV when she was shot Wednesday night, officials said. She sustained multiple gunshot wounds and was pronounced dead at the scene, police said. I mean, this is just horrific. It's horrific. She shot up in her car right outside her home. A leader in her community, not just a politician, but like I said before, she's a leader at her church. She's a part-time paramedic i mean man seems to me that they only want to have one narrative to go through or they'll allow the other ones i'm just i'm just saying how many of you have even heard this story wouldn't it be would not it be different if it were somebody else with a different political affiliation would it not be i mean Come on. We need to ask these questions. I mean, really? Because we know it to be true. If it was a Democrat, it would have been all plastered everywhere. She was shot. Or let, me, let me read you this real quick. No words appear. Or let me, let me back up a little bit. Police have no clear motive. No clear motive for uh, the killing. According to law enforcement sources briefed on the investigation, however, detectives have her phone and they are looking um, into every aspect of her life, personal, professional, or religious, to figure out why this happened, sources told AB News, ABC News. Uh, they just dropped someone off at their home, talking about the woman that got shot, heading somewhere else, and the assailant approached on foot, according to sources. Here's what I wanted to get to. No words appear to have been exchanged between the two, sources told ABC News. So there were no words exchanged. Eyewitnesses reported hearing more than 10 shots. So this woman, who's recently married, just elected to city council, worked as a business analyst, a part-time emergency medical technician, just married, 12-year-old daughter, leader at her church in Newark. Black female Republican. Are you the first person to hear this story? Or am I the first person for you to hear the story from? And if that's true, if your answer is yes, then why? Because half the stories I cover, you've already heard of. But you hadn't heard of that one. I'm just saying. I'm just pointing out the obvious. Call me a conspiracy theorist. I don't care. By the way, if you like the show, please like the show. Share it. Please share it. Um, subscribe to the YouTube channel because that's starting to grow exponentially as the show grows exponentially. And um, I guess I'm going to have to start working on more projects to, um, to, to grow the brand because it's just it, it's expanding in a way that I never even thought imaginable. Uh, Logic Rex says in New Jersey, interesting thought they strict gun laws. Yep. They do. 
it's almost as if criminals will not obey your gun laws. It's almost as if criminals don't obey laws. That's weird, huh? I don't know. Maybe that's why they're called criminals. This is unexplainable. Don't get it. All right. Third biggest egg farm in the U.S. catches fire. 21 departments respond to huge blaze that likely killed thousands of chickens. This is from the blaze. Here's where we're going to start to put our conspiracy tinfoil hats on. Technically, we started it on the last segment because why isn't the media? We know why. We know why. That's not really a conspiracy, but they're going to call you conspiracy theorists for saying it anyway. Right? So let's get into it. Uh, a massive fire engulfed a large egg farm on Saturday. The huge blaze likely killed thousands of chickens. This is unexpected to exasperate, or, or I'm sorry, and it is unex it is expected, my goodness, it is expected to exasperate uh, the current dilemma of skyrocketing egg prices around 1 p.m. on Saturday was from when the fire happened. A three-alarm fire was reported at the Hillendale Farms property in Basra, Connecticut. And so here we go with even more of the egg situation. Now, I'm not going to go through this whole article because uh, I printed a lot of it out, but I'm looking through it now as we're talking together. And I'm not sure you need all this because, man, uh, the cause of the mass fire at the egg farm is not immediately clear. Authorities are still investigating the blaze. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, and, and look, here's the thing. I'm somebody who loves to follow up with some of these stories. And if there's something I realize that like the last story with the councilwoman getting brutally murdered outside of her home for a, apparent no political reasons or no reasons whatsoever. I don't know what the reason is, but kind of funny. They come right out immediately with it wasn't politically involved. But um, and then now we got the egg shortage. Egg prices are through the roof. We got another uh, egg farm on fire burning down to the ground and here we go again so let's look at a little bit of the past history we're going to stick with the blaze here let's look at the recent history of what's going on with the eggs and the chickens um hills hillendale farms said it raised over it raises over 20 million chicken egg, chickens for eggs and is one of the top five egg producers in the country hendrix genetics Genetics lists Hillendale Farms as the third largest egg producer in the United States with 20 million hens. 20 million hens. There have been several major fires at egg farms in the past few years. So let's go over it real quick and find out if there's any correlation between anything whatsoever at all. Uh, aluminum on the head. In December of 2022, a fire caused $12 million in damages and killed a reported 250,000 chickens at a large pol uh, poultry farm in Lebanon, Pennsylvania, according to WGAL. In October of 2022, approximately 7,000 chickens were incarcerated in a farm fire in Lexington, South Carolina. In February of 2020, a blaze at the Michael Foods Farms killed approximately 400,000 chickens in December of 2020. Around 240,000 chickens died when a fire burned three barns in Pasco County, Florida. The fire happened at a Cal, Maine-operated egg farm, which is, quote, one of the largest producer and distributor of shell eggs in the United States, end quote. It sells underbrands, including eggs, 
uh, Eggland, Best, and Lando Lakes, according to CBS News. Take what you want from that. The Animal Welfare Institute reported that nearly 1.3 million cage-free hens, quote, perished in potentially preventable barn fires, end quote, in 2020. I'm going to read that again. The Animal Welfare Welfare Institute reported that nearly 1.3 million cage-free hens, quote, perished in potentially preventable barn fires, end quote, in 2020. In December, egg prices skyrocketed 60% more than a year prior according to the Consumer Price Index, or CPI, as some of you might know it. Uh, in California, the average retail price of eggs went from two thirty-five dollars a year ago to seven thirty-seven this year, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture. The worst outbreak of avian flu on record has caused egg and poultry prices to surge. Hmm. More than 58 million birds from commercial and backyard flocks have been affected by avian influenza in the past year, according to the U.S. Department of Agriculture's Animal and Plant Health Inspection Services. Really? So, there you go. You can have your thoughts on it. <laughs> I mean, it's all just facts. Uh, that's from that. Uh, all of that's from the blaze. All of it's quoted. All of the news sources cited. Um, but it was the avian flu, which they did not dispute. They said that the worst outbreak of avian flu on record has caused egg and poultry prices to surge. So that being said. I have watched a lot of chicken farmers on TikTok. I have chickens. I encourage you to go get chickens immediately. 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 Learn how to take care of them. Learn how to grow your own food. The World Economic Forum met like two weeks ago, three weeks ago, and said that there is going to be, within the next 24 months, a cyber, a global cyber security attack on the electrical infrastructure. These aren't goofy ideas, all right. Even if it, like if you're in my area in the in the deep south, hurricane comes through, bad hurricane like Katrina. I was out of power for a month. Good to have food, water, and backup supplies. Am I right? Some bandages. Some antibiotic ointment, some antibiotics, bandages, food, water. Not a bad idea. Not a bad idea. Get some chickens. Just saying, get some chickens. Um, endless food supply, very little upkeep. You can actually make your own food. And if you let them graze, they'll just eat the bugs in the grass out of the ground. You ain't got to feed them. Just house them. Hmm. Probably. Get some chickens. All right. To our last story. After you get chickens. Um, and learn to grow your own food and gather some water and gather back up food and canned food. Um, exclusive. The federal government is tracking unvaccinated people who go to the doctor and to the hospital due to the CDC designed surveillance program. According to the national file, 
Now, I looked around and tried to make sure that this wasn't fake. Like, I looked around, around, and tried to make sure this wasn't fake. And I also found that Dr. Robert Malone, one of the world's most acknowledged and decorated vaccinologists the earth has ever had the pleasure of having his feet step ground on in the air being breathed, retweeted this same article. So I feel comfortable talking about it. And we're going to talk about it for just a minute. And I'm going to be honest with you. I'm not going to provide a lot of commentary on this article, just as I didn't provide a lot of the other uh, article or provide commentary extensively on the other article. And it's going to be for the same reason, because sometimes I run across information that I want you to digest without my brand of commentary i just want you to hear it just want you to hear it and you can take away from it what you will am i going to give little slights and and little intakes on it and little suggestions absolutely absolutely because i'm going to always be transparent with you and tell you exactly where i stand and where i feel on the subject matter however i i, I decrease what i do in that fashion when it comes to certain information, just like the last chicken article, this one is going to be the same. I'm going to read the headline again. Exclusive. The federal government is tracking unvaccinated people who go to the doctor and to the hospital due to uh, CDC designed surveillance programs from the national file. All right, let's get into it. The U.S. federal government is tracking people who decided not to get the COVID-19 vaccine injection. According to Bombshell, federal government records and video exclusively obtained by National File. According to the shocking video, unvaccinated people are quietly tracked when they go to the doctor's office or to the hospital due to a quiet new program proposed and implemented by the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention, otherwise known as the CDC. Right? Now, I've heard rumors, and I can't confirm this because I, I can't really place exactly where it's supposed to go, but um, I have heard that they're using military-grade AI equipment in this procedure or some other procedure like it. So just keep that in mind. I did hear that. Again, take it, at a take it with a grain of salt because I can't exactly remember where I heard it and what it was applied to. Maybe it was this. Maybe it was this. I can't remember. All right, a bombshell piece of information was was revealed at the get this September 14th and 15th, 2021. 2021 virtual Zoom meeting of the federal government's ICD-10 Coordination and Maintenance Committee, which includes representatives from the CDC, the Center for uh, Medicare and Medicaid Services known as CMS, and the National Center for Health Statistics, the NCHS. At the, at the meeting, the committee discussed new categories of ICD-10 codes that the CDC's National Center for Health Statistics, that's very important, NCHS, wanted to create to mark people as unvaccinated for COVID-19 partially vaccinated for COVID-19 and other immunization statuses. That's incredible. That I, I mean, like, look, how many, 
how many times are we going to go through this, y'all? <clears throat> you know, how many times are we going to be like, what's the difference? How, how many times are we going to make the joke of what's the difference between a conspiracy theory and the truth about six months? How many more times? How many? We told you this would happen. So many steps. We said, they're going to do this. You allow them to do that. And it's going to do this. And it's simply people that have followed history and patterns of government. And this one included, which is very little different from much other governments. And what the predictive outcome would be based on basic calculations, basic mathematics. It's unbelievable. If you do this and you let the government do X, I promise you, you're going to wind up with Z. It's always been this way. Nope, you're just a conspiracy theorist. And then when it happens, they tell you it's a good thing. It's, it's, I don't even know how to, it's crazy. It's like, it's this is this has to be a product of public education and TV and media propaganda. It has to be. It has to be. Because how do these people not? They they completely dismiss you immediately. Like you believe everything the government says? Like that's a strong stance to take. I watched a TikTok on it. It's great and hilarious. I'll I'll put it on Twitter later tonight, probably. Like, really? How many times are we going to go through the I told you so before you just stop letting these people do this and stop calling everyone else that you disagree with because you believe in lip up the, the vomit of every progressive or hard right conservative network that you've come across? Just listen. Just entertain us. All right. Please. It is for your health. We're not doing this. Time. Oh, man. All right. The ICD-10 coding system was created by the World Health Organization, otherwise known as the WHO, and doctors are required to use it to categorize different kinds of patients. The ICD-10 codes are preserved in a patient electronic health record and used by insurance companies for billing purposes. Preserved in a patient's electronic health record. All right, so if you're a person that visits the hospital frequently, you go to the doctor frequently, you'll know that you can sign up, and almost everyone does, electronically to get alerts and messages from whatever, whatever health care provider that you have or whatever hospital that you frequent. That's what they're talking about. That's what they're talking about. So basically, in essence, what they've done is they embedded it like in, I don't know, maybe an algorithmic code, I'm not sure, into the updated software of the medical record keeping section of every hospital and every clinic so that if you've refused it and it goes into your chart and updated to their electronic system, which it always does, and you can sign up for alerts from to get notifications they know you're unvaccinated now. 
And I would say that's probably the extent of their ability to track, right? Like they have your name, you have social security, obviously they can have your address, all that. I mean, your medical records, it's got everything, everything. And so anything that can be uploaded into that electronic filing system, which it does get uploaded to it, guess what? They know. They know your address. They know your phone number. They know how many kids you have. They know, you know any sort of illness that you might have or have had. Whatever they want to know. It's all in there. In the billing code of the medical industry which I'm very familiar with. I was not only a freaking patient for over a year and a half, an extreme life alter, almost deadly disease was supposed to be fatal, miraculously covered. Thank you, Jesus. Literally miraculously. Also worked in the medical profession for a long time. When I say long, not long time, well over two years. Or no, I'm sorry, well over four years. Um, different sectors though i've worked on both sides of the aisle i'm telling you medical billing go look it up like if you have the time go look up what goes into medical billing this is what they're referring to so if this is true youtube i'm saying i'm asking the question if this is true because i looked up everywhere to try to find that it wasn't i couldn't find it maybe i'm wrong Maybe Dr. Robert Malone, the world, one of the world's most decorated vaccinologists in the history of the planet, is also wrong for quote tweeting it. I'm just saying, if it's not, and you've ever put into your records to a doctor that you didn't want the Wuhan virus shot, they know. Call me crazy. I don't care. You can call me crazy, but you can't deny the fact that I have much experience in this arena. That you can't deny. Like, not at all. I can't tell you I had close to double-digit Medicare workers within the hospital as a patient putting aside my extensive medical background. And learned knowledge. But put that away. The conversations that I've had in depth and at length with Medicare workers to try to get my billing situation worked out. Because I was in the hospital for almost a year and racked up over a half a million dollars in medical debt. I'm telling you, <laughs> you know, whatever. You don't have to believe me. But I'm right. You can, you can call me a tenfold conspiracy theorist, but if this is true, they have every bit of that detail. And if they're surveilling, as this suggests, they know. They know. And I promise you they know. The committee made it clear that the new codes would be used to, quote-unquote, track unvaccinated people. At the time of the meeting, people who had adverse reactions to a past vaccine would still be categorized as unvaccinated or partially vaccinated, even if they are physically unable to get more 
vaccines or boosters. The CDC implemented the new codes to track unvaccinated people in April of 2022. April of 2022, according to a document published on a CMS federal government website. Look, the ultimate, the ultimate conversation isn't about vaccination. It's not. It's not even close. It's not even close. And this is the thing that we had <laughs> libertarians and anarchists had major issues with, and conservatives and liberals called us crazy. Do not pass the Patriot Act. Because it ain't about vaccinations, people. It's not. Most of you that watch this show absolutely know that. It's about surveillance. And look, all I'm doing is pulling this up so that I can point out and highlight from a reference point a detailed reference point that many people can understand and, and you know, abstract from. It's the surveillance state. And if they can, if it's as simple, that, that's the problem. That's the point I'm getting at. If it's as simple as them just digging into your billing files of your medical records, which most of us have been to the hospital. What else are they Looking at what else? I've never said anything other than we cannot have political violence. A civil war will destroy us. It will absolutely, I cannot stand the talk about we got all the guns. Yeah, thank God. That's what's holding this thing back. But we shouldn't wish for it because it's going to be deadly. It's going to be horrific. And yet, even though I've literally said nothing but please be peaceful at all costs. Our weapon is our mouthpiece in our action. It doesn't matter. I can guarantee you I'm still on a dozen watch list. Shout out to um, Clint. Liberty Lockdown, Clint Russell. I watched a little bit of, uh, of one of his, uh, I guess a response video or something where he was saying the risk Far uh, the risk reward ratio of what we do on air is so effing lopsided that people don't understand whatsoever. And I could not have stood up and clapped louder. It's it's scary. It really is because we're presenting the these ideas, hoping to God that you'll influence others and that you can influence others. So that we can try to change this thing around at the very real risk of being what this surveillance state. I mean, it's the risk reward is so lopsided. It's so lopsided, but it's not the reason we do it. Yes, I do have fun doing this. I enjoy this very much. I love interacting with you. I'm very passionate about this. Y'all wouldn't be following me. It, wouldn't, it would not be one of the largest, fastest growing podcasts in the freaking world if we weren't in this together. Right? Sorry, it's got something in my eye. I cannot get it out. That's irrelevant. 
when it comes to the fact that it's not irrelevant, I'm sorry, I shouldn't have said it like that. I got distracted. Um, the fact of the matter is, is that we still have this happening. And we need people's help to get way on board. And like I said, is it again, you can have all of the all of the surveillance state in the world best you could ever have. You need somebody to enforce it. You have to have somebody to enforce it. So if you are breathing down the neck of the sheriff's department who is elected and you're breathing down the neck of the state state attorney general, your state who is elected, you can't make change. I've seen it. I've been watching it. And I literally am telling you, this is not a conspiracy theory. A lot of people would love to talk or at least maybe, you know, I'm self-projecting a bit here, but say, oh man, we're not at our last line of defense. We still got DC. We can, we or we still can get control of DC and the federal government, which is just a freaking pig dressed up in, in sex clothes. That's all that is. It's just meant to be attractive so that you don't focus on your governor, your city council, your state attorney general, your local sheriff's department. That's what that's for. That's why they, that's a complete psyop. It doesn't matter what they do. Unless they sick the military on us, they have to have people to enforce these laws on a local level. They can surveil this channel all they want. And I know you do. Irrelevant. Unless somebody's willing to come to my door and risk their life to come and arrest me. And I doubt that they are in deep red Mississippi. Now, I'll finish up with this. Also, don't trust your doctors. <laughs> or don't trust the hospital. I should say it like that. Some doctors are very trustworthy, you know, and they'll give you it straight up. A lot of, a lot of doctors lost their licenses through the um, China virus situation because they told the truth. They were outspoken. Dr. Robert Malone was banned from everywhere. You know, Dr. Jordan Peterson is looking at getting his uh, psychology license revoked, even though he's considered widely as the uh, world's, the West today model of C.S. Lewis, like the greatest thinking philosophical mind that we have walking the planet. Doesn't matter. Wrong think. You're done. All right. So we got to be extra careful in how we talk. We have to be absolutely adamant in the way we maneuver because we have a lot of work and we've got a lot of obstacles but remember i'll leave you with this point and we'll get to a couple of your comments there are 330 plus million of us all of law enforcement government officials elected politicians all of them Make up less than 1%. That's all I'm saying. That's all I'm saying. Not one fist needs to be swung. Not one bullet needs to be fired. We are the ants. Or I'm sorry, we are the boot. They are an ant. That's a numerical fact. Mass non-compliance. All right, now... To a few of your comments, and then we're going to get up out of here.
Infinite Zeal Syndicate says they never learn, which is why it keeps happening. There's nothing new under the sun. Yeah, that's a biblical verse right there. Yep, there's nothing new under the sun. Yep, but we got to keep trying. That's the point. We got to keep trying. We got to keep trying. Uh, Logic Rex can agree, Infinite. I keep questioning why us humans keep reporting our history. Hmm, valid point. Like, I hope at some point we can actually progress instead of regress as a society and species. That's actually a very valid, valid point. Um, let's see here. What, what else we got? What else we got? Um, I'm going to throw this one up here, and then we're going to get up out of here. Dave Davis, any police, police officers willing to run as a libertarian for a county sheriff? And it does not matter what county sheriff he's talking about. All that matters is that we put pressure at the pressure point. And I just made that up at the time on the spot. Save that. Write that down. We need to put pressure on the pressure points, right? Every embodiment, every entity has pressure points. Even, you know, even the human body, right? You can put pressure on certain areas and cripple the whole body. Put the pressure on the pressure points. And I'm telling you right now, the two most most important and most sensitive, that's how she, the most important and most sensitive pressure points within government as a whole, city, local, state, federal, are the two I laid out. And all of the rest of the pressure points are going to be local. Let federalism win. Let it, let it have its day. Put pressure on your sheriff. Put pressure on your state attorney general. Put pressure on your city council, your governor, your state legislature. Because we are at the last line of defense. That being said, you guys are awesome. Thank you so much for showing up. Um, so many comments. Thank you guys for engaging. Again, as we close out, please like, share, and subscribe to the YouTube channel. Uh, anywhere else, I'm also on Apple, Apple, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, basically wherever you can get your podcasts. You can get on Anchor.fm and follow me there. You can also leave commentary on Anchor.fm. You get 60 seconds to make a point. Get in and get out. I'll play it on the show. I would really love some Anchor moments. That's up to y'all. I can't do it myself. That would be stupid because I'm on here, right? <laughs> so please share, subscribe. Wife says, great show, babe. Great show, babe. Thank you so much. Um, like, subscribe, share the channel. As always, I will see you every Sunday at 6 p.m. Central and every Wednesday at 6 p.m. Central on this channel right here, YouTube at the Cajun Libertarian, uh, Twitter at the Cajun Libert one and the Cajun Libertarian Facebook page. I love you very much. I will see you same Cajun time, same Cajun channel. And I am out.